subject to this in Ace Attorney Fancast. I'm Stephanie. I'm currently watching The Jam and Ninja. I'm Michelle. I'm currently watching The Steel Samurai. Oh yeah. It's oh, summer yeah. vacation. Mm-hmm. Except, Watch all the things. Except I'm not on summer vacation because I have summer school. And I'm not because I have a job. I also have a job. <laughs> yeah, you have both. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, but anyway, hey everybody. Look at how almost timely this episode is. Shh. No. Shh. No. Uh, so, um, we asked questions last week, but we're going to question, or I always say last week, and it's never last week. We don't update weekly. They know. <laughs> okay, they are aware. You don't have to explain to the list. News. News. Yeah. News. Let's do news first. Don't even play like question comes before news, you guys. Guess what happened? E3. E3 happened. What are the threes of E3? Electronics entertainment and another one imagination <laughs> the elephants maybe I don't know one's electronics and one's entertainment so third one's e-cigarettes <laughs> okay anyway so e3 happened can we just say e2 since we don't know what the three is e2 plus e happened yeah e, e and e Stop it! What the fuck are you doing? Vitamin? Like, is it about the vitamin E? Are you gonna let me talk or what? <laughs> I mean, they don't need to know the release date of Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney in the no, U.S. Everybody knows that. <laughs> well, yeah. What is it? It's coming this year. When? This summer. Yeah. When? <laughs> in a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. When? <laughs> and a date. <laughs> when I find out what that thirty is. August 29th. Oh, 35th? <laughs> 29th. August 29th. Yeah, August 29th. PL vs. AA in America so we can stop crying ourselves to sleep at night. Australia, you're not special. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Also, you're out of the World Cup, bitches. But Ghana's still around. <laughs> yeah. We beat, Woo, go Jesse. we beat Ghana too. Oh, yay, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, but shit's getting real now because... Whether or not we move on depends on whether or not Ghana beats Portugal or something. We have to face Germany next, I think. Yeah. And there's no way we're winning against no, Germany. No, I mean, even in, as Ace Attorney has showed us that no American can ever beat a German. Nope. <laughs> nope, not even ever. Not, no. Not even Phoenix Wright. Nope. Because he's not Because he beat, he beat two and a half Germans, but then he lost to the third German. <laughs> Why is there a half? Edward's a half. Oh, Edward's <laughs> stardom German. He was raised by Germans. He was raised by Germans. That's how that works, right? Yeah. So that's the first news. Uh, Can you guess what the second news is? Sam Regal is not going to redub uh, PL versus AA, and we're all really sad because we're going to have a weird British Phoenix. We're very sad. And really strange, bad Edgeworth. But it's okay because his voice is bad no matter what you do. We're very sad. We're very sad. Also, it's Luke, um, British voice Luke, which is Luke from the movies, which is weird for those of you who have played the games. Luke is also not normal. But if you're like me and have only seen the movie... Luke's fine. Then Luke will be fine. Yeah, then you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, what's what's your other news? Oh, um, the fan translation of Investigations 2. You remember how we're never going to get Investigations 2 in English? So the fan translators have been hard at work, and they finally released the full patch beta, but still full patch, for the English version of Investigations. 
Yay. So if you know how to do things with patches and emulators and shit, get on it. And if I, you're me or Stephanie, then look at all the screenshots on Tumblr. Um, I think there were also translated walkthroughs on the YouTubes. I think that is true. I have an emulator on my laptop, so in theory I could try to download said patch and play it, but... The, pa- uh, the emulator I might have may only play GBA games. Yeah, and it's a DS game. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so go to Court Records. It's the top post on Court Records right now. Get on that shit. It's it's awesome. Good job, fan translators. Yeah, good job. You are... Letting us live the dream of playing that game we're never gonna get. <sighs> so yeah, that's the news. Well, that's good news. Yeah. So, last episode, last podcast simulation for your ears, we asked a question because someone had told us, somebody asked us a question, I think, about the jury system. Oh, no, about Apollo Justice never existing. Never existing, yes. And that it was all Hobo Hodo being on a really bad trip. I believe that was the music, Dan. So we asked you guys, what happened to the jury system between... It being instated in AJ and in DD where no one talks about it. No one even remembers that it happened. And I just want to say, I am very proud of everybody. Holy shit, you guys. You guys actually answered this time. I mean, more than two people. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, they're actually, like, I think thought-out theories. I haven't read them. Michelle's going to read them to me right now. Yay! Okay, so you ready? Yes. All right, so first one is from Silver Skizor. Scizor, Scizor, Scizor. This is Silver, that Pokemon that evolves from Scyther when you equip it with a metal coat. Silver Scizor says the jury system was on tri- was on a trial basis, so there are possibilities that it was not passed due to it being inefficient or too costly, but that's just me being logical. It could really be that the judge got jealous when he wasn't able to cast his vote on whether the defendant was guilty or not. Those are his theories. Okay, the first one's stupid. Uh, <laughs> also from Australia so don't insult him right away or you're gonna make an enemy on that whole continent again I can never set foot in Australia <laughs> <laughs> rip you apart they fucking... no they won't need to cause they know I won't last a day with their giant bugs and their kangaroo kicks and their dungarees and their didgeridoos are those all Australian things? I stopped listening <laughs> after kangaroos well, what about that second part? Judge got jealous? I believe the shit out of that. I kind of believe that, too. <laughs> because, okay, Aji fucking loves almost giving a premature ruling at all times. Which, I don't think most judges would let Phoenix get away with all of his bullshit. And so would have had given a ruling a long time ago, and then Phoenix would have had to appeal like crazy. And there would have been, like, seven different appeals. So they just keep giving Phoenix Aji. <laughs> Uh, so he, because Aji's like, ah, 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 okay, you can talk, Phoenix. Are you sure, Phoenix? Alright, you can talk. <laughs> yeah, and then when the witness lies on the stand six times in a row and is like, wait, 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 I got it this time. Like, he's like, okay, okay. go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, maybe, maybe when they tested the jury system with Aji, they're like, we can't even, like, this isn't even a good court case because, like, <laughs> everyone's in contempt. And what are you talking about? And who is this bird? Oh, wait, that's Phoenix. I'm sorry. Who's this other? Okay, that's. We can't listen to this recording anymore. Apollo shattered it. 
with his cords of steel. That's true. I didn't think about that. Maybe Apollo just shattered the jury system interface with his cords of steel. And it's too costly to rebuild. Yeah, so that it's the first part and the second part all combined into one. Good job, Silver Skizor. All right. <laughs> next question. Next. Okay, so next oh, we have Mabop. Hi, Mabop. <laughs> so Mabop says that I'd imagine that the real, more plausible reason for Japanifornia not having the Mason system in use is because of the Dark Age of the Law. Since everything has gone down the drain, no one trusts anyone, and this would just fan the flames of forgery and whatnot, since that shit is convoluted. <laughs> Thank you, Matt Bob. Bob <laughs> understands my, <laughs> my intelligence level. Would people actually want to trust a jury who went into a not-tardist, saw some stuff that may or may not have been recorded illegally and come to a logical conclusion? Adding the Mason system is kind of like adding another step to the Japanifornia judicial system that could be corruptible, as well from the Dark Age, and cause an even bigger mess. On the other hand, Mabob <laughs> <laughs> says, My personal favorite reason why they don't use the Mason system in Dual Destinies is because it broke right after the first use in Apollo Justice's game and got its equivalent of the Xbox's Red Ring of Death, and since no one can fix it, it's just gathering dust in the courthouse. Maybe those computer geniuses from the third case of Trials and Tribulations could, but they're way too busy since NASA Diet landed in Japanifornia sometime before Apollo's came. I fucking love Diet NASA. That's the best way to refer to the Gyaxa. Gygaxa. Gary Gygaxa. Diet NASA. Diet NASA. NASA Diet. NASA Light. NASA Light. Yeah. Well, it's got a museum, so is it light or is it hardcore? Nat Nasakins. <laughs> I didn't even try to pronounce that. South NASA Diet. <laughs> the Pale NASA Diet. <laughs> Nasio. The Nas Kale Diet. <laughs> the just... Nas Kale Diet. Yeah, the Nas Kale diet, diet is the correct name for the Kale Diet. Nas. It's so Nas. No, I actually like kale, but it's gotta be cooked. Otherwise, it's gross. Have you tried it in a smoothie? Oh. There's whole books dedicated to that. <laughs> smoothie NASA. Just Nas. pureed NASA Diet. Nas. So anyway, uh, so Mop Up is on point <laughs> Yes, with Dark Age of the Law. That is far too logical, though, <laughs> for this, these people. I think that's probably right, though, is because, no, because think about it, because, like, okay, so we've got the jury system, and it's been a lot of work to get the jury system in place, so who do we put in fucking charge of it? The guy who is so involved with this case, it's painful to watch. Like, he's got his fingers in all the pies. Like, he's all, like, marionetting Apollo. Clavier feels like shit, as previously mentioned last episode, involved with anything involving Phoenix. The dude who got him disbarred is on trial. Like, all of it. Like, he's oh, talked yeah. to the victim before, the victim's daddy before, like, or the victim's daughter before. He, it's his judge. Like, dude... Dude, like, this is basically just Phoenix versus Phoenix, judged by Phoenix the case. <laughs> and then they were like, oh yeah, we'll do the trial run of the jury system, good job, Phoenix. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you everywhere? Oh, wait, let's go look at the past. Phoenix, what? Phoenix, what? <laughs> still around, still there. Yeah. I also like the idea, as previously stated, that it, it's broken. I do like the idea that it's broken. Like, it just... Because Edgeworth would have probably had fail safes in it, so it wouldn't completely crash. Maybe 
Maybe he would. Maybe. We assume Edgeworth is at least competent in computers, but he might not have failed saved it or hired someone to do it. But he would not have accounted for Apollo's cords of steel. He couldn't. How could he have? Because fucking, he doesn't know shit. Because Phoenix keeps everything secret from everyone. Uh, I think Trucy knows everything. She just doesn't care. Probably. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Trucy puts every like Daddy's like Daddy's like I need to get rid of stuff and just puts it in her magic panties and disappears it because she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Yeah. Wakes her up in the middle of the night. And goes Trucy. Trucy, I need help. Dad, I got tests tomorrow. <laughs> I got school to skip tomorrow, Dad. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Our next one is quote from Quicksilver Inc. And Quicksilver Inc. says, it worked until Edgeworth got his new glasses, and then the, just the juries were too busy swooning to hear the case. I read that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> All right, Green Pepsi. Oh, Wait, my. Wait, before we get to GP. What? So, alternatively, Edgeworth got new glasses, but also remember how Clavier quit being a rock star right. to become a full-time lawyer? People probably were also trying just to get on, like, the juries so they could see Clavier. So they could see Clavier, and yeah. And autograph. Yeah, maybe. So, like, I feel like that also was plausible. And, I mean, Simon Blackwell's quite the spectacle. Like, I feel like if people would want to go see his cases just because, like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, because if they have the jury, they also still have the Rabble Rabble audience. Uh, rabble Rabble! So I'm sure, like, seats run yeah, out. Yeah, you remember? You watched the game. You played Little Destinies where somebody yeah. has a small child in the courtroom. Yeah. I'm shaking my head. You can't that's, see it, yeah, but I'm shaking like, my head. Have you seen the musical Chicago? That no. happens too. Oh. Small children in the courtroom in the spectator audience because it's a high-profile case. Oh. And in 1920s, people were allowed to just walk in and watch cases. Also, I'm guessing that's not a thing people can do. I think you can. Can they? Can they? Because TV has allowed me to believe that people can just walk in and watch court cases all they want. I don't know. Good question. So, Green Pepsi. So, Green Pepsi is the four. Okay, mm-hmm. so the first one is, The dark age of the law caused some form of martial law to be imposed on the courts. High prosecutor Glassesworth po- postponed the initiation of the jury system so that Phoenix would have only, like, only have to convince one person that he knew how to lawyer rather than a whole group. The quicker trials also make it hard for the phantom to smither between their fingers. So, not so much a spoiler, except for there's a thing called the phantom, and it's dangerous. I think martial law is a little bit too complicated, because you can't really do martial law just on your court system. What's martial law? Where the military says, we're in charge of the government, it's an emergency. Oh, yeah. I don't think that would have happened. Yeah. But maybe there was laws to stop it from happening. Maybe not martial law, but a law. Maybe, like... Or public uproar, or maybe a bunch of douchebag senators, like, don't want shit to happen, so then they fucking just suspend the government. Oh, wait, that's America. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I think that that's... It's an interesting... The Glassesworth postponed the initiation of the jury system just for Phoenix. Feeds into Martin's interesting, really long, really long one. Okay. Which is the... It's just all, like... We'll talk about it. We can talk about that. Okay, so I'll just hold off on commenting on that. Yeah, hold off on that, because Green Pepsi and Martin are on the same page there. Okay, so we're going to nix martial law, because that's not a thing. Although you're applying real logic to Japanifornia. That's true, but I don't... It doesn't seem like it's a court system... It seems like it's a court system ruled, weirdly enough, by the high prosecutor. Like... It's true. It doesn't seem like it has anything to do with national government. No. Or president. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like... Is your phone ringing? Pause. Does that sound a lot better? Well, the levels are a lot better. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Um, The whole beginning. Do you want to stop it and listen to it? Well, right here, we're just going to say I done fucked up and I was using the bad mic and now we're using the good mic. So thank you for bearing with us for 25 minutes. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, you guys. Because I'm I'm an idiot. But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So it'll be fine. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. What were we talking about? Three Pepsi. Yeah. Three Pepsi and Theories. Um, theories. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that one because of Martin. Right, we're going to get to Martin's, but we'll talk about that again. Then we okay. talked about martial law. So, number two was um, Japanifornia decided that the jury system was just too much work and scrapped the whole thing. Plausible. Plausible. This is just like Silver um, Schizor's theory, too. It's like, too much money, too much work. Screw it. You know? Yeah, which is which is totally plausible. Plausible and possible, but not good enough. <laughs> Too logical. <laughs> okay. Um, three is the prosecution office realized that the jury system would make it harder to beat up on the poor defense, so they boycotted it. <laughs> also plausible. Plausible except Edgeworth's in charge now, so I don't know if he'd let that fly. He wouldn't let that bullshit go on. No. No. Okay. Although he lets he lets Brother Payne still prosecute. Oh, God. And I'm sure non other Payne is also still prosecuting. Ugh. Yeah. Maybe he just hasn't have built up enough of a case to get rid of them yet. Maybe. He's waiting for one slip up. He, he's probably also gotta wait till like their review is up. <laughs> they're almost retired. Like they're um, almost retirement age anyway. They're probably also almost well, retired. Winston is. I don't know about Brother Payne. Winston possibly is retired. Maybe. Because we, we have brother pain instead. Yeah. And he just says, like, Winston's my brother. Winston's on pension now. <laughs> yeah. like, go, he opened a flower but shop. If we understand any... Why would he open a flower shop? I was just thinking of something very, like, uh, oh, zen for him to do, so he's not... I picture crazy. him having a zen garden. Yeah. Like a legit rock zen garden. Maybe he just works on his home Zen garden and yells at children for <laughs> messing it up. Yeah, yeah, I could I could totally be down with that. Yeah, that'd be good. But if if retirement was a thing in Japanifornia, why hasn't the judge? Judge doesn't want to. He'll work till he dies. <laughs> There's no social security for the judge. Oh, has it run out in Japanifornia at this point? I assume. <laughs> I assume it's gonna run out for us. And we're Phoenix's age. Yeah, and we're Phoenix's age, so definitely not for anyone else. Uh. Okay, uh, the fourth one is Capcom just wants to make sure we're paying attention, so they decided to screw with us. Or they forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Also plausible. Also plausible, because Capcom, if I know anything, doesn't care about their Ace Attorney fans. No, I mean... Although they put us in Marvel vs. Capcom, so what was that about? I don't know what that was about. They were feeling trolly that day. Maybe. They did give us... They did, though, because the alternate outfits are all wrong, if you'll remember correctly. It's like Franzi Maya paired with Godot. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, UMBC3? And not really. They're just really bad colors. Right, but they also have Mia Maya, but she's not with Godot, Phoenix. No, she's with, like, gumshoe Phoenix, yeah. isn't she? She's, like, with a wrong Phoenix. Yeah, see, they were just fucking around. Fucking around. Yeah, but what do we know about Capcom? <laughs> they fuck around. They they full of shit. They full of shit. They full of shit. We never get an AI too. 
So get that fan translation patch, you guys. <laughs> okay, next is from Red Diamond 002. I'm going to say Red Diamond 002 because I like it better. Okay. I'll allow it. So uh, Red Diamond 002 says, My theory is that they just didn't carry on the jury system because they couldn't find people who were not involved with the case that they're doing. <laughs> because everyone is connected to every case or the defense or because Phoenix knows everyone. <laughs> That's a really good one, too. <laughs> Boom. Yes. You and me, we know what's up. <laughs> Don't they also do screenings? Like, people who, like, in, in America, if you get called for jury duty... You either are, like, if you're too smart, you don't get picked for jury duty. And if you're, like, too connected to the case, you don't get picked for jury duty. So you gotta be middle-of-the-road intelligence and, like, barely any interest in the case at hand to be picked for jury duty. Sort of. But, I mean, yeah, you basically got the gist of it. That smart thing is not quite a rule. <laughs> it <laughs> seems like it happens. Not really. Well, what it do? There's, like, rules about who can't serve on a jury, and it's, like, the thing that you said with if you're too involved in a case or you have too much exposure to it, like, if you've seen it on the news a lot and you've already uh, formed an opinion, uh, they tell you to go the fuck home. And then there's a, par- a part where the lawyers get to say, I want blah, blah, blah to go home, like, juror number three, just because I can. And they get, like, a certain number of those per case is they just get rid of people because they think that they would not choose favorably. So, in Japanifornia... They can't find anyone in this gray area. Yeah, I mean, it might just be that, or it might just be, like, one of the things that gets you automatically thrown out of the jury system is, have you ever had had any contact with Phoenix Wright, his attorney? (laughs) And then everyone's like, yes. Yes. And they're like, fuck, another jury out the door. (laughs) Government resources down the drain. Everyone, here's your money for missing your real drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Down the drain. Okay. Uh, we've gotten to Martin's real long theory, you guys. Okay, so... You ready? Martin is... Martin is my friend. Is Michelle's friend. Who's previously been mentioned on the show. Yeah. Who is Lonely Ace Attorney Investigations 1 for an embarrassingly long amount of time. (laughs) Because he's a good person. (laughs) Embarrassing. What's his theory? Okay, so Martin's theory is... Kristoff loses the card game. Phoenix gets the case. Phoenix is framed for forgery and disbarred because Phoenix knows exactly who's responsible because it's pretty obvious it was Kristoff, right? Right. But he can't prove it because the standard for evidence for prosecution is too high, like the stupid, you know, what Green Pepsi was talking about. And Kristoff is too is too smart and too careful to leave any evidence behind. But he also knows Kristoff's paranoid and shit. So anyway, Phoenix, as we know, builds up this seven-year-long fucking case, right? Um... And stalks everyone as part of it, because he's a creep-ass. And Phoenix knows he can't practice law himself, so he needs an apprentice, and oh look, he manages to find one with a direct connection to Kristoff. How convenient. How convenient. Okay, so then he, he starts pushing for the jury system. He doesn't actually need it to hold up, and he doesn't give a shit about the jury system holding up. He needs it for one case to let him get his way. Like, it's all... And so he, like, he gets Apollo and everything. He waits for Kristoff to commit a crime that he can get him. And then, like, boom, everything falls into place, like, very, 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 very planned and careful. And it's all been a huge construct for Phoenix to get back the, like, to get Kristoff and get back his bar. So you know what I never thought of before? What? 
how Phoenix goes out of his way to find Apollo because he has direct line to Kristoff. Yes. I never actually you thought didn't think that. about that? No. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm one of the people who accepts everything at face value. My favorite way to accept everything oh. is at face value. Because then I get surprised when people tell me things. <laughs> yeah, So, but I mean, like, I also totally buy into this one. Because he, like Martin said, the only obvious flaw is that Hobo Phoenix is a sociopath. <laughs> if this is gonna work. <laughs> and he is. Like, like you know, because he definitely does. Like, he gets... This bard, he's he's sad a little bit. He gets trucy, and then he suddenly becomes like an agent for hunting down Kristoff and like destroying his entire life in such a way that that case rolls around. He controls the Mason system. He controls the evidence. He controls the defense. He controls the prosecution. He controls the judge. What the fuck, Phoenix? <laughs> what the? F- what happened to you putting on a maid outfit and working at a fresh restaurant? Because that was just one short game ago. What happened to you being in the basement of a place being like, Ah, oh, computer! I don't! I can't! Printer! How? Oh, it printed! Let's get out! Rip! <laughs> like, what the- What f- happened to your- No, he, he keeps his Nokia cell phone. Because why would he, he need a he new one? He does keep his Nokia- we, That's confirmed. Dual Destiny. Yeah. He keeps his Nokia cell phone. <laughs> Same ringtone. I didn't pick up that phone because I was listening to the ringtone. <laughs> I would just listen to it in my head. That's yeah. all. And he can't remember. If we remember, Maya changed his ringtone to the Seal Samurai, and he couldn't change it back. And now it's confirmed that he hasn't changed it back for 11 years. <laughs> Goddamn, no phones are so good. <laughs> 11 years. So anyway, yeah, I totally buy this theory that Martin has, that Hobo... Putting on the hobo hat turns him into a sociopath, and he just destroys lives, and then he just takes it off, and he's back to bumbling again. <laughs> okay, so he's only really destroying three people's lives. Polly's. Polly's. Christoph's. Clavier's? Oh, yeah. Clavier's. Well, he, like, Clavier's kind of more like collateral damage. Yeah, but kind of Vera. Not Vera's really. daddy was murdered. Vera's daddy was murdered. Apollo, or... Phoenix didn't, like, kill him, though. No, but I mean, like, Vera Daddy was murdered. He, that collateral. Trucy's life also ruined. No, made better. Because you right, know who her dad better, was? Right. But her daddy was murdered, too. She doesn't know that. Right, because no one fucking told her. Yeah, no one told her. But, like, Trucy's life is better with Phoenix than it would have ever That's been true. with Zack or in Borgania with Thalassa. Yeah, but also he doesn't feed Trucy. Like, Trucy's life is only better because Edgeworth feeds her. Because Edgeworth feeds her, and she gets free lunch program at school. Right. <laughs> and breakfast. And breakfast. <laughs> if she goes to school. Yeah. Which she might just to get the food. <laughs> oh. oh. Don't be sad. That That's a reason people go to school. I know. It's just sad, because... Anyway. That's fine. She doesn't have to pass any of her classes to do that. Oh, I'm sure she gets good grades when she actually does the homework. I'm sure. Yeah. But, I mean, so... She's probably real good at geometry with magic, spatial reasoning and stuff. Oh, I'm sure she's fucking awesome at it. Yeah. If she uses it. She might just write magic on all the answers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. But anyway, okay, so... Phoenix becomes a very calculating, I assume Hannibal-style, like, sociopath. 
I've never seen the show Hannibal, but I assume it's like that from my internet. I read a couple of the books, Hannibal, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he's pretty thorough. He's pretty thorough thorough and calculating. And Phoenix had seven years to think this over. Was Edgeworth, like, like, editing his work as he goes? That's an interesting question, too, though, is because we're all pretty sure that Edgeworth made the Mason system. So, like, how involved... Like, okay, so Phoenix becomes a weird, calculating, Hannibal-esque sociopath, but not eating people. (laughs) Yeah. But not eating people. So, like, how he's, like, marionetting Apollo, is Edgeworth marionetting Phoenix, or is Phoenix marionetting Edgeworth? Or are they teamwork? I think they're more teamwork. Edgeworth is still on his path, or, like, almost there to becoming chief prosecutor. We know he's actually busy with his real job. Right. Which is, Green Pepsi said that Edgeworth held off the trial of the jury system until Phoenix could have his hands deep in it and, which and is possible. take the case. Which is definitely possible with this sociopath Phoenix thing theory. is like Hobo got it all set up and he's just like, Edgeworth, hold down the fort until my case comes up. And they just wait until Clavier snaps. Pretty much. And, and Phoenix becomes best friends with Clavier, or no, Kristoff. So that he can facilitate the snap. Yeah. And it happens. I'm totally down to believe this. I'm also down to believe, though, that it still broke after they did this. (laughs) Yeah, and then the whole thing broke. (laughs) Which Phoenix could have had it constructed or, like, only, like, had given him enough time. Because I assume the Mason system does take seven years to build from scratch when you're not a computer, like, a computer programmer, which they did not get fucking Edgeworth had to go and learn computer programming to make the Mason system. He didn't hire somebody else to do it. So, like, it took probably seven years to make it. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just... And as we mentioned before, like, the government's not involved in the judicial system. It's just (laughs) controlled by Chief Prosecutor Miles Edgeworth. Yep. Or Chief Prosecutor Lana Skye. I wonder what they did between Chief Prosecutors. There must have been one between Lana and Edgy. There had to have been. I mean, years have gone by. Yeah. We just Unless don't know Edgy got was. promoted a lot faster than we we knew. I don't, he's not an AJ. In three, he's not chief prosecutor. No, but he's not an AJ at all. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know if he's chief prosecutor at that point or not. He, he could might be. be. It's possible. He could be. Or they might be doing chief prosecutor tryouts. Yeah. Wait, how many years between three and four? A year. One year between three and when Phoenix is disbarred. Right. Seven years between three and four. Right, right. So, I mean, maybe. I, I would assume it takes about, like, six months to fill that seat. I don't think Phoenix would have been disbarred if Edgeworth were a chief prosecutor. Mm, good point. So, I think Edgeworth has to become chief prosecutor post-Phoenix um, disbarment. But you have to, like, the only way to become chief prosecutor is if the old chief prosecutor... Retires or is sent to jail. Phoenix murdered him. <laughs> or Phoenix murdered him. Okay. <laughs> Phoenix held up his favor from Shelly to kill her? Or just Phoenix did it himself? No, Phoenix totally called in the favor. Oh, <laughs> uh, somebody who played AAI 2 tell me what Shelly the killer does in that game. Because I need to know if Phoenix is calling in favors. Because <laughs> if he calls that favor in an AAI 2, then some other shit happened. But maybe in AAI 2... Edgeworth also has a favor from Shelley the Killer. Hmm. The plot thickens. That'd be very interesting. <laughs> this is really disturbing to think about all of this. 
that Phoenix has sociopath and Edgeworth is okay with going along with it. Well, that's what I told Martin, too, is because he's like, oh, the flaw is this sociopath hobo thing that doesn't work. And I said that it's definitely that the trauma from being disbarred caused him to have some weird-ass split personality disorder trigger. And hobo, sociopathic hobo, is the personality that replaced Feeny, because Feeny also is in Phoenix. So, like, <laughs> before, it's like every time a traumatic event happens to Phoenix... He fucking has an entire personality shift. If you, because he's Feeny, and then fucking oh no, accused of murder, eat poison, and Phoenix. now I'm Phoenix Wright, and then oh no, disbarment. No, no, you forgot the part that he falls off a bridge and nothing happens. That's not traumatic. He just got a cold. <laughs> all he got was a cold. He fell off a forty foot burning bridge, and all he, he was, got was a cold. He was out for a day. One day, he kind of took a nap and looked on Westlaw. Like, like, that's all that happened. So I guess it doesn't count as a traumatic event for I Phoenix Wright. So. Okay, so he gets disbarred, and he becomes hobo. He, yeah, he's... Murder hobo. Fucking murder hobo, and then I don't know how he switched back for Dual Destinies, but something happened. I think he just, I think, I don't think he, like, split personality change. I think he just became very focused on one <laughs> Thing. Like, you think he's fucking around too much in all the other games? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't mad at anybody before. He got so pissed. He got so pissed that he just actually paid attention for once. That's t- kind of terrifying. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> but believable? Yes. It is believable. I mean, he's kind of a super genius. But, like, it just means, like, the only reason Maya... Like, has to channel Mia, and Mia has to save the fucking day every case, is because Phoenix just fucking around. <laughs> Stop fucking around, Phoenix. Scary. That's all. It's just really scary to think about. He became very focused on one thing. Him, he got Edgeworth to cooperate, you know, just to go along with everything. And then after seven years, just desserts, satisfied. Give him a badge back. All right, I don't, but he's still calculating in Dual Destinies. He's got a little he's, bit of it. It's kind of like he's in withdrawal from Hobo. He's in Hobo withdrawal because he's still got residual effects. It was seven years of his life. But, like, at the same time, like, also, he, like, he has Apollo still because he ruined Apollo's life. And right. He's, Apollo's stuck with him. At least he doesn't just kick Apollo to the curb. He doesn't, which is, because there's still, Phoenix Wright is still a good person. Yeah. I'd like to think. But he also gets Athena to make his... His superhero team. Right. Uh, His collection of magical young adults. Yes, his collection of magical young adults. So, I mean, like, he's shifting his focus, I think, because the jury system in Dual Destinies is gone. They don't ever talk about it, because they don't ever talk about it. But, like, he's collecting his magical young adults... He's probably got another plan. He's got another plan. Like, that distresses me, too. I spent almost all of Dual Destinies, like, right at the beginning being like, where does Phoenix keep finding all of these fucking magically inclined young adults? Like, where does he keep getting these super-powered kids, and why? He learned how to internet real good. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all. I think he's still calculating, but since he's got his lawyer, he's got his lawyer vest on now, like... He can be a little more cohesive Phoenix Wright that we knew and yeah. love. Well, he kind of shows it a little bit in Space Case, which I don't know if we're going to get into today, but he 
gets a little bit of that deadly focus back and then completely disregards some things that I don't think he should disregard <laughs> in order to stop the Dark Age of the Law. Which we can talk about later. We can talk about that later, but, like, the, I can see it. I can see it, because he's still making strategic but poor choices, and then, like, Edgeworth shows up and is also making strategic but poor choices in a different way. Which is the phoenix we know and love. Right, Is yeah. coming back, yeah. but also Hobo was still, like, clinging to the edges. It's weird. It's interesting. It's interesting. But I thought those were all really good theories. Yay! Good job, everybody! Everyone did such a good job. Wait, one more. One more? Jenna Dark Knight. Oh, Jenna Dark Knight. So Jenna Dark Knight says, I've been operating under the assumption that it's under review before actually being reinstated, but that's just me. Jenna Dark Knight has to go and make sense. Yep. I think that's the most logical thing anyone <laughs> said, is that we did a trial run and now they're thinking about it. The deep evil government, the sh- like the... The government that seems to have no control is just thinking about it. Because it's six months later, right? right? It's Dual Destinies from Apollo Justice. Yeah. Not so that long. It's not that long. Plus, like, they have to think about how fucking Phoenix Wright was controlling everything that happened and <laughs> was it even a real trial run because maybe they took it to New York to have a real clean test of the jury system instead of whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah. That's why Edgy's busy most of the time. Because he's busy being like, no, no, it's okay, it'll work without him. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's take a break. I'm Stephanie, been watching a lot of Oban Star Racers. I'm Michelle, been watching the daily life of high school boys. Mm-hmm. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> well, we have, we can talk about Space Case, or we have questions from people. How many questions from people do we have? Uh, some substantial amount of questions from people. We've let's, got... let's answer the people. Well, yeah, we should do that because we also have that other thing. We have another thing? Yeah. You are so full of mysteries today, yeah, Michelle. I am. I am just... I'm just... Um, yep. <laughs> so, so eloquent today, your majesty. Yeah, uh, I mean, Call my generals! <laughs> your majesty. Can I just say all the lines in Howl's Moving Castle now? You, okay. You can play how many references to Howl's Moving Castle can I fit in this podcast if you want to. <laughs> But I believe the answer is questions. Is that what we're yeah. going to do? Okay. So we got some questions from Red Diamond 002. 002. 002. Not 007. 002. First one. How do you say Godot's name? Aston answered. <laughs> Question yeah. two. Well, it's it's not it's not Godot. It's Godot. Yeah. Godot off of Waiting for Godot, that existential play by Samuel Beckett. Ba-bam! Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. It's not a good play, don't read it. It's boring. If anyone would like to debate with me about how Waiting for Godot is not a boring play, feel free. Um, second question. Should I buy Ace Attorney Investigations? Yes. Yeah, probably. Uh, a lot of people don't think it's that great. I am not one of them. I think it's good. 
I really enjoy it. The moving around is hella stupid. Yeah, that's the part I don't enjoy is that they took the fun, the most fun part about Ace Attorney, the court part, and they got rid of it. So. Oh, I don't even mind that they got rid of that. Like, I understand, because they kind of bullshit put it in. They kind of bullshit put it in court. Yeah, you kind of get bullshit court scenes, but it's mostly walking around. I literally mean the walking and moving (laughs) around is the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, Which is why I'm glad they stopped doing it. Yeah. Or they did not incorporate it into the main series. Yeah. I am also glad they don't incorporate it into the main series. I much prefer seeing the room and clicking everything on it. Yeah. Than literally running Edgeworth into walls trying to click on things. Which they also got rid of clicking on stuff for Dual Destinies. I know, I'm really mad about it. So it's basically like the Ace Attorney crew is like, we hate this clicking on stuff. How can we fix it? And they keep coming up with dumber shit. So, I don't so know. So that is, I would say, the worst part of Investigations is... But yeah, I mean, like it, a moron. it I like, is worth it. I like the... Edge, I like the more Edgeworth. Yeah. I like that you, there's Gumshoe around. Right. Gumshoe's great. Franzi's around. Franzi's pretty good. You get Bratworth. Which yep. is pretty good. You get some good Manfred. You get some terror, terrifying Manfred being and evil. And you get his high def sprites. You get some high def Manfred. If you want to see Manfred von Karma in high definition, buy Ace Attorney Investigations. And um, I like Kay, but she's but debate. People debate, or yeah, two people have mentioned as we've said in the beginning of podcast. I like Kay, other people don't. Many people don't like Kay. I like Kay. If anything, I really like her sprites. All of her sprites are real good. Yeah. Like, her her emotions, like, yeah. her sleeve, like, glove thing. Like, Kay's good. Kay's theme's good. Most of the music from Investigations, let's be real here, spot on. Like, yes. the logic theme. The other thing I... The other <laughs> main complaint about Investigations I heard is... We always get cool, calculated edgy, and edgy always being on point in main series, and now we have Edgeworth being a dumb fuck, because <laughs> we are in charge of Edgeworth. Right. Uh, yeah. I was just thinking, because the logic theme, Edgeworth's logic theme, Real is good. just a slowed down version of putting on the Ritz. I feel like you've told me this before. Yep. I forgot about it. So, anyway, a slowed down mini version of putting on the Ritz. It's okay, because Scuttlebutt... Is the Pink Panther, so what does it right. matter? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Which case is our favorite? That's the next question. I'm always... I really, really like bonus case from first game. Oh, yeah. Case yeah. five. But, yeah, actually, that one's going to be my favorite. It's got to be 3-4 for me. Every, everyone's, everyone always says 3-4, and 3-4 is a really good case. My problem was when I was playing 3-4... I knew Godot did it, so I spent the whole time going, oh, is this where I admit he did it? Is this where oh. I admit he did it? And it kind of ruined that for me. I didn't know he did it, so... So that's all. That's that's the only reason it's not top. But it's it's real good. Uh, who's our favorite character from Dual Destinies? Oh, from Dual Destinies. Not Space Larry. Not Space Larry. <sighs> Blackwell. It's probably Blackwell. I really, as previously stated, I love Sidelines Apollo. Simon Blackwell. Simon Blackwell, not Aura Blackwell. No. I have beef with Aura. But we'll get to that. Y- yeah, beef with Aura is legit. I like yeah. I like Aura, though. I like her, but I have beef. Um, Matis is good, even though we don't get to meet her that much. She's a good, she's a good dead candidate. M- like, Matis Sensei Matis? is what I've been calling her to avoid spoilers around other people. <laughs> I just remember what the other thing was. <laughs> yeah, the other thing is involves Meta Sensei. 
Um, yeah, uh, probably Blackwell. It's Simon. Simon Blackwell. Simon's so great. I like Bobby Fulbright. Oh, Athena, though. Hold the fuck up. Mm, I like Athena. Uh, Athena's alright. Okay, I say Athena, you say Simon's good. Yeah. Okay. Fulbright's alright, but beef. <laughs> but obvious reasons. Obvious beef. Okay, so, uh, which Emma do you like best? First game, AJ or AAI? Investigations, Emma. Not AAI. Her uh, outfit's real stupid. I like her hat, but I like hats. I wish her hat wasn't pink. That's all. Okay. Um, uh, I like Apollo Justice Emma best. I like First Emma best. I feel like she develops her own personality in, in, in Apollo Justice and in... Even... I appreciate it a lot. Like, yeah. I, I... Don't get me wrong. I don't dislike AJ Emma. I really love AJ Emma. But when she's being disgruntled, it's really not helpful. Yes, <laughs> That's no, all. yeah. That's all. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I also love First Game Emma, but they were trying very hard to make you feel Miss Maya. Yeah. And so she blurs a lot into Maya. She does. That's 100% true. That's That was the whole thing about that case. I really like that case. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of my favorites, but it does do the whole, I just wish me and Maya were around. Like, yeah. why can't I just have them? Which... Which is painful for me in that way, but I also really like the subtleties of Emma in that game. Yeah. No, I love her. But they're subtleties. Anyway, we love Emma. We love Emma. Ah! Okay, so MapUp has some questions. Okay. Um, MapUp's cool big sister and MapUp decided to consider... Is Pecans MapUp's big sister? I think Pecans is. Yeah. Yeah. Pocket Asians. Yeah. Pecans and MapUp. Pecans and MapUp. We stopped saying MapUp right, too. (laughs) We gave up the... I, well, because I couldn't do it. Only you oh, could do it. Oh, map up. You can't do that. Map up. Map up. Map up. Yeah, okay. So, map up. <laughs> You're doing it right. Map up and pocket hands. Pecans. Decided to... <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have a podcast of us saying all of our listeners' names wrong. Well, <laughs> the problem is I'm trying... I'm, I'm, I'm vamping while I read the rest of this sentence because decided to considered is not <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> Mapop and Pickans decided to consider Athena's psychotherapy sessions more like an extension of pressing rather than a full-on objection. So, is that what I guess it's that what we think about it? How do we feel about psychotherapy in the middle of court? Jessie is very angry about it, as I have observed her playing, and she's like, "Fuck this!" But she has a degree in psychology. Yeah, so. yeah, she does. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think calling it psychotherapy sessions in the middle of court is, is the bad way to do it. It I think a lot of Athena's things are not mistranslated, but could have been worded better. Mm -hmm. Like her super, her super hearing. Yes. Could have been worded better, because they say she, she says she can hear people's emotions, right? She can hear the dissonance in people's hearts. Yeah. Sounds real dumb. (laughs) Yes. I understand. I don't know how they could have worded it better, but I feel like they could have worded it better. Well, I think they could have... I also think they could have worded Apollo's better, because what Apollo can see is... What do they call it? They don't call it tells. I don't know, but we've been saying tells. You know what I mean, right? Like, Phoenix calls it something like, uh... Indicators of lies or something? like People's twitches? Twitches. Just call it tells. Like, tells isn't copyright and it's a poker term. Just say you can see their tells when they're lying, which is 
There's poker in that game. I mean, like, come on, you <laughs> stupid sons of bitches. You can just see tells. I think Athena's the same way. Like, they say that she can hear the dissonance in people's hearts, but really what she can do is she can hear changes in emotion in their voice. Yeah. So that's all. That's my problem with the Athena power. Her having psychotherapy in the middle of court also should have been worded more eloquently as an extension of pressing. Yeah. Or rewarded to be that. Because if you tell me, if you say that, I would have been a lot more okay with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's I a fun, it's, I think uh, the mechanic is good, but they didn't try the, very hard to explain it. The execution was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> also, I kept forgetting what emotion, like, I didn't know what to do. Right. The happy faces are a little bit, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Not that great. But anyway, um, so the next one that MapUp has is talking about the backlog, like the running script. Yeah. So the the running script in the game is there now. So can we assume that the courthouse finally has had enough money to hire court reporters or stenographers? If so, can we come up with another punny character like just in case? For you, MapUp, anything. <laughs> so who is the court reporter? <laughs> I don't know. Let's ask everybody else. Sounds like we have homework for next time. Hey. Who's the court reporter who's doing the running script? And that means every time you look at the running script, somebody has to stop and go, okay, read that back. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. So, so thank you, Matt Bob. Thank you. Yay. So our L has asked us questions. Another person. Another new person. Oh. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. So, Elle says, what was going on between Or... Oh. Ooh. Do we want to get into this? This is Space Case. Space Case question. We haven't talked about Space Case yet. We have not talked about Space Case. So, let's let's hold on to your... Hold on to the seat of your pants, and we will get to Space Case eventually. Okay, so, there is an additional note here. What's the additional note? Blackwell is throwing a shuriken. That's how he can reach everywhere in the courtroom. He doesn't actually have a sword. He's throwing shuriken. I believe you, but not necessarily. (laughs) I wish the shuriken thing had come in about a week ago. (laughs) Maybe a little sooner. I like shurikens as an idea, but then where does the shuriken go? Probably behind the defense bench. (laughs) No, because he throws it at Apollo. Apollo's, the feather is right in front of Apollo's face. Oh. And he cuts the feather. Yeah. You can't And not do into that. Apollo's yeah, giant target forehead. Yeah. Apollo's five head is not full of shuriken after this happens. Should be. That would be great, but And his not. hair is intact. And his hair is definitely intact. So. Phoenix's hair doesn't stay intact. Does not remain but intact. magically grows back. It's probably Trucy. Let's be real here. But Michelle and I had a conversation about this issue. Like a week and a half ago. (laughs) This came up in real life. So So, Michelle decided, we decided to do it right then and there with shitty microphone. (laughs) Well, we did that thing that I did for the interviews for ASEN, which is I pulled out my phone and I got my fancy record nap and I put it on the table and we talked it out. So So you guys are going to hear that, but there's... A lot of hitting the table, right. clinking of glasses. Anyway, so we have a lot of people sitting around a table, and you can hear how often we hit the table in real life when we talk, <laughs> which we very carefully don't when we podcast. <laughs> Except, how do you printer? 
out printer. <laughs> anyway, let's hear this. Because there's no, there's no full art no. shows. No, no, we're gonna talk about this. Does Simon Blackwell have have a fucking katana? He's have a real fucking right. katana? He might have a katana case, but I don't even think he has that. I think he doesn't have anything. Blackwell's no, I swear to God, the feather cut. He throws a feather at Apollo, and then it slices. How does he slice it? I think he does it with his fucking samurai chief. I don't The judge literally just said the prosecution has Japanese steel. I just mm. read it. That Here is the script. Well, the judge is not a reliable again, source. It is, yeah, but it's not a reliable source. Japanese steel could mean a plethora of things. I mean, yes, Japanese he steel. Could have blue steel, which <laughs> means it's not real steel. I don't know. I'm just like. I, I think it's either a real ass katana or it's like he's an airbender or something. I think it's a real katana. I don't think it's a real katana. It's a real because katana. Fucking, we know. Jenny, do you if have he any had, input? If he had, okay, so. I haven't met Black Cole yet, actually. <laughs> but I thought you were on the Tomo Taro case. I'm on the case, I've just started it. Oh, uh, investigation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't show up until, like, court, yeah. Can you replay the scene? No. Um, you can no look script. at the uh, script, but you, you can't. Can look at the script. Well, Blackwell script. does it a lot. It'll come up. But yeah. okay, no. If I think, I think, come up. because, okay, well, like, we know about there. Bobby Fulbright, that the rest of the <laughs> room does not know about Bobby Fulbright. I feel like he would definitely bring him a katana in jail. It's for great no. justice. He probably wouldn't, because he's got the whole thing that he's working real hard on. Yeah, this is really hard to talk about. Right, Spoilers. yes, okay, yeah, he's got the thing he's working real hard on. He's got the thing he's working real hard on. There's no way he would let him have a real katana in court when he's electrocuting him. Yeah, but there's that, there's the like handcuffs. a, there's a time frame on the thing he's working real hard on in which at the end of the time frame, Simon Blackwell is no longer an issue. Yeah, wouldn't let him have a katana because it would probably ruin a lot of things before that. No, because that, yes. that yes. No. Yes. Because Simon would fig- would not... No, if Simon figured out the thing, then Bobby still has the electrifying handcuffs. Which, don't you think Simon would wonder why Bobby let him have a katana in court? Yeah, misdirection. <laughs> Who's Bobby? Bobby uh, Fulbright, the detective. The keeper. Essentially, uh, Simon Blackwell's keeper. He, like, is the police Sam officer. Simon Blackwell's the prosecutor. Yeah. Yes. But Bobby's... In, he's in jail. Simon Blackwell is in jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Plot. And so, so Bobby those handcuffs Fulbright, aren't just decorative. He's, no, no, he's, he's in jail. He also can't object how, until he breaks them. How did he not lose his prosecuting license? Uh, Miles motherfucking Edgeworth. <laughs> <laughs> how did Edgeworth fuck it up this time? No, I know that's it. Edgeworth is the reason why why Simon Blackwell's still a prosecutor. Because or, he couldn't. Because. Because reasons. Because plot. He couldn't say he couldn't make the case against him. Or? Plot. No, no. Because reasons. Don't worry about it. We can't say it. No, There's two people in this room. We can't say it because of. Yeah, me and Jenny. So he, how does he even use a katana if he's got handcuffs on? He breaks the handcuffs because he doesn't start throwing feathers at you until after he breaks the handcuffs. Yeah, mm. he breaks them every single case. He breaks them every case, much like Godot got, gets to his seventeenth cup of coffee every case. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Simon Blackwell breaks the handcuffs and then proceeds to throw decorative feathers at you and slice them. Decorative feathers? I wouldn't say decorative. They're from his bird. Are they from his bird? Yeah. They're the same color. Are they? Yes. Are they? Yes. Are they? Yeah. Wait. Are yeah. they? Yeah. Are they he's, the same color as Taka? He's got a katana and a bird and he wears like that black overcoat Hold thing. On. He's I basically Vicious the Prosecutor. Vicious from what? Uh, Cowboy Bebop. I have uh, not watched Cowboy Bebop. Crab. Is it the same color as Taka? Uh, Taka's currently on the judge. So. Yeah, Taka's brown. Is yeah, the feather the brown? Is, yeah, the pre- yeah, the feather he has in his mouth. Yeah, is and brown. that's the one he throws. The one that's in his mouth. Right. It's 
uh, the one I thought the one in his mouth was black or cream mm. with black stripes. And Taka is not. Taka has some cream in his in his bird chest area, but like I don't think he has black stripes. Oh, yeah. oh! Took me a minute to realize it too. He's got weird like stripes though around him, so they might be on his wings that are folded. Maybe. We don't see enough like close. We don't see any close up of Taka, so we can't like. I can't I'm sad. I also wish Taka was more significant. I in any way, fucking love form, Taka. And which I... is bird? It's my bird, and then they move on. Yeah. No, nothing else. Nothing else. Do you keep that in jail with you? Moving on. Like yeah. no, no, yeah. answer that, please. Yeah. Taka go back to the away. talking about Taka. What happened? Taka just flew away. Oh, well, that's his hair there. No, Taka probably went to that's get evidence hair. or some shit. I don't know. I understand that in previous things, when Franzi has a whip, we see her whip. Right. Her whip is very present. Yeah. And while the prosecution and the defense have no objection to the whip. And the judge doesn't have an objection to the whip. I feel like they would have spoofed that joke again if it was a real sword. Yeah, maybe. It no. doesn't have to. Be this game real. is very, very self-aware. Yes. yes, but the sword doesn't have to be real. But I'm the, saying it's not real. Dual destinies. I think you're assuming like the game is self-aware and self-referential. However, dual destinies breaks the self-referential mold because they don't acknowledge that Apollo Justice existed. <laughs> but they acknowledge. That all Wait. the other games happened, which the is Franzi and the Whip. They don't acknowledge that the other oh, games happened. They, they kind of nod to them in sort of that sort of, but like mostly it's you. Mostly it's Apollo and Athena being like, "This court couldn't possibly get any crazier," and you, the player, are like, eh. and then you move on. It doesn't. They don't go like the judge is never like, "Oh no, this bird's fine. We've done stupider shit in this court." He doesn't say we've done stupider shit, but they kind of, they kind of do, just not directly. I don't know. Like, by by not by the judge not acknowledging that there's a bird on his head is him acknowledging that they've had a bird on the they've stand. They've had stupider shit like, in the room. <laughs> but the judge is terrified of Taka. He acknowledges it. Testimony from a ghost. That's my favorite thing from the entire. Testimony from a ghost is which not... time? <laughs> like the time the ghost came back, admitted to the murder, and then was sent to hell. The time yes. that they have an exorcism on the stand. Is that the time no, you're talking about? No, the time the ghost confessed to the murder and was sent. Yeah, to that hell. was yeah. Like, that's the exorcism oh, okay. on the stand. That's then also yes. that's also like. Wonderful. That's not silly. It's great. I it love that great. part. It was great and not silly. The Which, execution of it was not silly. I did see something on Tumblr that was like, I don't think Ace Attorney will ever top the end of three, and I kind of agree with them because the end of three was. So I agree because they thought three was great. the end. Yeah, they thought originally yeah. it was just a trilogy. What's the end of three? Great. The end of three is the exorcism. Yeah, okay. but then a bunch of other stuff happens too. Yes, but not like, not like other stuff plot, but like other stuff emotionally. Yes. Yes. The end of one was really good. I do like the end of one. Like the, really, that's a top. That's a top. And then the emotional roller coaster at the end of two was really good. Two There's was Shelly Chel- the Killer, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Super. I don't even remember Apollo Justice ending. What's the last case in Apollo Justice? Jury. Jury trial. Vera. Oh yeah. See, not as good. Not as good. But good. I mean, good. I like, also I, don't think Dual Destinies is as good. You. F- I mean, I, I fucking love this from Taka. What? Feather in his mouth is from Taka. Is from Taka. Okay, confirmed from Taka. That means he's pulling Taka's feathers out. He's Taka. Like, he's a bird, he loses feathers. Like, you lose Hopefully. hair, birds lose feathers. Mm-hmm. Birds do. All the fucking time. Yeah. Regularly. Usually so, they're I mean, a little rattier, though. It's just gross because he's fucking eating Taka's reject feathers. It's because he loves Taka. <laughs> it's because he loves Taka so much. The feathers that he doesn't throw at Apollo, he will be just... Okay, thank you. Yeah, because every well, time he, Taka flies he away, like another feather drops. Yes. Oh, okay. He holds him in his mouth like a fucking delinquent. Like I mean a badass. I mean a bad, a Cromarty style badass. He's actually gonna like when you're not looking. He's gonna suck it into his mouth. 
this become a party <laughs> podcast? Okay, it's okay. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like, I think it's a katana. Otherwise, he's like a windbender. I'm fine with that. You think airbender? Yes. No, I don't think I he think would be an airbender. I don't think he's definitely not an airbender. I don't think airbender. I think he's throwing point. fucking chi, or he's fucking throwing wood chips he's peeled off the table, because that prosecution badge is probably all this shit. I would buy, um, I would buy, no, they're not close enough, because I would buy he's, he's Dragon Ball Zing the chains. To, like, whip it? No, but he's not doing that. And no, because the chain's not long enough. The chain's not long enough, but it also, like, flails very flimsily. Yes. When he when he does it... I love how this conversation is possible because of low production values on the sprite art. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's low production values on the sprite art. It's it's artistic choices that they've done, and we just haven't seen full body art that is um, 360. He can hold a katana in his dumb coat. Yeah. Mm. I'm not saying it he can't. around his waist, because that coat is all the way to the floor. Yeah. Well, it's the ankles. That's Vanessa, he's ankles still. Right, but I mean, I I think it's a katana. I think it is. It could be short katana. But even if it's a katana, it's not far enough, so he's still got a wind bend with the edge of the katana. Short katana or wakizashi? I don't know swords. Okay. I am not versed in swords. I need to to see his sprite because if we look at his hand, hold on. Alternatively, it could be be bullshit ace attorney magic. It could also be bullshit. How does Mr. Hat come out of Trucy's purse? Magic. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, Trucy and the Trucy family though, yeah. establishes that magic is real. Also with the Fey family, we Faye also... Fey family ex- establishes that the weird spiritual brand of magic is real. Yep. So, I mean, it's Japanese. fine. It's I the ghost think- of Maida's sensei who just jumps up and takes her ghost katana. I'm not saying Maida's last name because I feel like that's a spoiler, but it's the ghost of Maida's sensei who runs up and cuts the feather every time. And then she comes back and what we don't see is she high-fives Simon and then like sits down as his assistant. I love it. The ghost of Maida's sensei. The ghost of Maida's sensei. Wow. But I don't think he if, he... if he fucking knew that Maida's was a real ghost, like, and was able to high-five he her... He fucking lose his mind. He would lose his mind. Yeah. So, I mean, like, maybe she doesn't high-five him, but she wants to really badly. Maybe she That's fixes his hair. <laughs> she would fix his hair, she'd cut <laughs> off the end. No! <laughs> yeah. Because she... Like, I mean, yeah, I would hope so, but she understands that it's part of his weird-ass bullshit therapy that he needs to grow his fucking raccoon hair. No, it's not. It's just because he's been in jail for eight years. I just want to finish watching the movie. Wipes, Wipes his little tears it's away. Do. <laughs> She's doing a real shitty job because his guy is fucking all over yeah. his face. Okay, so can we can we confirm we that it's a ghost katana held by the ghost of Meta Sensei? Yes, but what does he think he's doing? Just pretending to, like, throw things at him? killing in ten. I, yes. Okay. He thinks it's the power of his argument. <laughs> because he's a nerd. Because he's such a nerd. No, I'm sorry. I did not, I did not slap the table correctly. It is this way. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so... Ghost of Maida Sensei, Katana. And then that means, I think, like, in the final objection, he can he can have his final objection with her, like Phoenix does with Mia, and then it's nice. And then also, like, Maida can see that, that Athena's okay. Kind of. Kind of. She's better. I think she probably still has PTSD. Well, okay, and I sort of, she has people to take care of her now, sort of way. Yeah. You know, Daddy Phoenix is there to help, sort of way. If only, if only she knew the truth about Daddy Phoenix. That he's fucking useless bullshit? Yeah. Yep. That he's only vaguely worried about his daughter. Yeah. That he has adopted these other children that he does his own daughter. He's like, whatever. Uh, Daddy Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Damn. 
Happy Father's Day, Daddy Phoenix. Uh, yeah, happy Father's Day tomorrow, Daddy Phoenix. Happy Father's Day, Daddy Edgeworth. <laughs> yeah, we got we got Daddy Phoenix and Papa Papa Edgeworth and Suck It Manfred. And suck It Manfred. All right, we've solved the conundrum. All right, let's take a break. And we're back. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. Been watching a lot of free. I'm Michelle. Been developing beef with a tag on Titan. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about it, though. No, oh, we don't. This isn't our Shingeki no Kyojin podcast, so... <laughs> <laughs> is that what a good Titan is in yes. Japanese? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, because you guys love us so much, you listen to us talk about <laughs> other shit that doesn't matter. You're assuming I leave all this in. Yes. <laughs> We're going to call it quits for this week because somehow we talked about the jury system forever. It's because you all love us and you sent in the answers. Yay. Which means we didn't have a shitty question for once. So we're going to leave you with uh, several questions for next time. Well, uh, agenda point number one is what Mapop brought to the table, which is we need a new... Sy- sy- we need a stenographer. We need a new character for Stephanie to canon stamp, and it's going to be the court stenographer, or the court reporter, which is what they're really called. Stenographer. Stenographer. Because this is Ace Attorney, we don't use word reporter. Right, okay. So, stenographer or court reporter. If anyone would like to come up with a name for that, that's punny. A punny name for that, like, just in case. Oh, you guys, it's just Spark Special. He got a new job. <laughs> or if anyone would like to come up with a better backstory than that, then by all means, please email us. We will canon stamp the fuck out of it. And second point is we are going to talk about Space Case next episode, I fuck promise. real. We are actually for real talking about Space Case next episode. So that's going to happen. So anything else about Space Case you want to talk about, like Elle want to talk about a bunch of Space yeah. Case things, we couldn't talk about it yet. Send those in. We will keep them on our in our notes so we will address them. Heart number three. It's time, you guys. It's time. It's time. It's time for Badge Ballads 2. There's fireworks in real life going on outside. For Badge Ballads 2. Alright, so here's the deal about Badge Ballads 2. You like a character. You listen to a lot of music. You think this song really speaks about a character. We would like to know about it. From Ace Attorney. (laughs) Let's clarify this. Please do not send me your song track list for Aaron Yeager. I don't want to hear it. I don't either. At all. That other guy who looks like Edward from <laughs> Titan don't care about that either. Oh. Actual Edgeworth? That Now I'm on board. I'm on board. So, so here's how it goes. You tell us an Ace Attorney character and a song that... And a little, just brief, two to three sentence description on why you picked that song for that character. Yeah. Why'd you pick that song for that character... If you really want me to love you, you tell me the part of the song that reminds you most of the character. Yeah, you can include the, the chunk of lyrics 
that yeah that you you relate to that character yeah so that's how that's gonna go if you give us more than 10 we probably will not include all of them we we definitely i reserve the right to not pick any of the shit you send me and also if you send us more than 10 it's gonna be problematic and also please refer to the last badge ballads where we got 800 songs about red white so <laughs> I would not like to repeat that, so if you could avoid, like, the weird-ass <laughs> fucking characters we got last time. Specifically, I'd like, like, mains are always welcome, like, if you got Phoenix songs, send them. But I would like to highlight our Apollo Justice contingent, because we didn't get a lot of those, and I would like to highlight, um, Dual Destiny's characters. I would still like to point out, I did that guy who Dahlia killed. Yeah, you did Doug Swallow. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It was such a good choice. Yeah, alright, fine. You also did uh, Lisa Basil from the fucking third game. Not a robot, but a ghost. Who's Lisa Basil? The computer girl. Oh, right, Lisa Basil. God, I just cannot think of who she was. Yeah, so... Don't try to do obscure characters, Maze Attorney. Refer to previous badge ballads. I got that covered. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. So, yeah. But if you just really have a burning desire to tell me about fucking the dead chick from Themis, like her case, or a song that reminds you of dead chick from Themis, fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> that Send it. But it's like, it's like, it better be real good. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So, okay, and then the last point about Badge Ballads 2 is, please refer to the previous Badge Ballads episode, but at the end, when Michelle just told us the titles of songs that refer to a character, like, quick lightning round songs, like, Emma, She Blind Me With Science. Yeah. Like, obvious for title, obvious for character. Or obvious for one line. I'm opening the floor for that. Okay. And joke songs. I'm opening the floor for that, because I've come to terms with the fact that I will never be as funny as shots, <laughs> shots, 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 shots. So I would like to open the floor for anyone who has joke songs, and I will incorporate them into the lightning round. So the lightning round will be a combination of obvious from title or one lyric, and uh, jokes, joke songs that are also obvious from title or one lyric. So, Yeah. Yeah. Those are the rules for badge ballads. Please email us if you do not understand the rules for badge ballads. But send them our way, you guys. Yeah, we're going to start that. Where can they send them? Yeah. Where can you send them, Stephanie? So you can send everything. Space case questions, badge ballads to stuff. Stenographer or names. Or stenographer and back names. For, backstory. And backstory. To object to this podcast at gmail.com. If you don't like email, you don't want us to know your email, you can send it via Tumblr to object to this.tumblr.com. If you want to make your friends sit down and listen to Badge Ballads 1 with you so they can help you pick out Badge Ballad 2 songs, you can find that episode on our podcast garden. Yeah. Uh, which I believe is podcastgarden.com slash, ob- slash podcast slash object to this. Something to that effect. I don't know. They just installed a search bar on Podcast Garden, so why don't you search for us? Don't search for us on Potomatic. I deleted the account. It's gone. It's yeah, our gone. Potomatic is gone. We're, we've done the switch over. But you can still find us on iTunes. That's most important because you also need to rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, while you're picking up Badge Ballads 1, re listen to that quality podcast. 
just uh, rate and review us on iTunes because we got the new page and all, so we can use it. Yeah, we can we can use them sweet sweet reviews. And maybe if we get a bunch of sweet sweet reviews, we'll read them on the show. I would like the sweet sweet reviews, and I want to thank everybody. Like, I can't sound grateful because everything I sound on this everything I say on this podcast sounds really sarcastic, <laughs> but I am so grateful for everyone who emailed us this episode for this episode. Yes. Or, you know, Tumblr messaged us, or just answered and asked, like, thank you guys. The podcast is so much better and easier when you guys participate. <laughs> Yay, we love you. We love you guys. We love y'all. I can't say enough. Thanks, Michelle, for the use of our closing song, whichever you picked for Manfred Von whatever Karma. Whatever I did. <laughs> thank you to Dark Shadow Rage 2 for the use of our theme song, Hey Pal, Detective Gumshoe Remix. Yeah. Did I hit everybody? I think so. Everything? Yeah. Good. I'm gonna need a lawyer because I smacked a bunch of people. <laughs> I hit that. hit that. All on the floor. All on the floor. Uh, well, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And that was object to this, so why don't you object to that? Where's the streetwise Hercules to find the rising world? Isn't there a white night upon a forest deep? Late at night, I toss and I turn and I dream of what I need. Like a fire that blows